The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. In the book of Sarek, it says, Why is any day better than another? When all the daylight in the year is from the sun. By the Lord's decisions, they are distinguished. And he appointed the different seasons and feasts. Some of them he exalted and hollowed. And some of them he made ordinary days. Of course, this is the Feast of All Saints coming up. Some people celebrate Halloween. We, we celebrate what's called Feast of Morta. We gather in our cemetery. <coughs> in that cemetery tonight, we'll have a bonfire. We'll remember all of our dead, loved ones, past, our forefathers of our nation, those who came before us, those people who... Have we have recourse to to help heal our nation? Aunts, uncles, siblings, parents. It's a beautiful thing. Many are starting to imitate it. To bring back to what God created, as Sarah said, summer feast days, the seasons are different. 
We have a great separation taking place in our culture today and in the world. As you heard us say and written probably three years ago, four years ago maybe even, that three things are going to happen in the future. One, there's going to be a moment of radical conversion. Two, there's going to be great separation. And three, your whole longing in your life will be for the conversion of a pagan or a non-believer. This is according to the messages. It's coming. <clears throat> and the fact that it already has taken place for those who've gone through their radical conversions themselves. And then they feel the need to separate from what they've had in the past and go into a new kind of life, a new way to live. And then in the whole zeal, the whole desire is a, is a conversion of a pagan. What if some kind of wave sweeps across the world and gives and delivers a grace at the moment of conversion instantaneously to everyone? Perhaps of the secrets. I don't know the means, but I do know these three things are going to happen. I'm certain of it. But explaining it this way, it makes it easy for you to understand prophecy. Our Lady's coming as a prophetess. She's coming to show us. And if you do what she says, pray to compliment our messages, you'll see the prophecy in the message. You'll understand it. It doesn't matter if someone believes you or not. It doesn't matter if anybody believes me. I don't care. I know what's coming. I understand it. And I see it. And we need to be ready for the storm. Because in that great moment of conversion, there'll be those who won't. And they'll persecute those who convict them. Just like you've gone through your radical conversion, you separated, your family disliked it for it, your spouse, your children, your friends, your co-workers. They didn't like that. What happens when that turns out on a global scale? A great persecution, a great suffering by many, all of which is good for purification. It's healthy for the soul, often unhealthy for the body and the flesh, which is what it's intended to do, to purify and kill the flesh. You're going to die to self, to your ways of the past, become a new person. And with that, you will separate. You'll still witness, because that separation is a witness, just like the early church. When that early church separated, and the Corinthians, the Thessalonians, all of them come into the early churches, they still witnessed. As they were known, see how they love one another. We're in a time a new time, Our Lady says, in which we'll get to know God better. <clears throat> Span your life. When have you known God the most? When do you know better? When, when you come to gri grips with Him in a way that's more intimate? When everything's going your way? When you're getting everything you want? Everything's perfect in your life? Or when everything's not going your way? Everything's imperfect and everything's falling apart? That's why they say, if you're in Dachau, Christ was present there. The atrocious persecution, beatings, sufferings, starvation. And they all say there was something so intimate with God in the midst of that. You think this principle no longer applies? You think it won't apply to our lady because she's the mother, she's going to come and make everything good and bring us some brownies? This is not the way it works, my dear children. It doesn't work this way. And so how do we know when people are lying to us? How do we know what we're getting on the news is news? Our lady just recently said for us to see the good news. The media is taken over by the devil. Why do you lend ear to it? 
Why do you pay attention to it? But the most you can have from the news is there's a fact that there was a school shooting and don't take nothing else from there, whatever they say about it. They're not only biased, they're instruments of evil. People say, well, you can't make a blanket charge on that. Everybody's bragging about Fox News two, three years ago. Now everybody's starting to criticize them. The media is dominated by darkness. Its whole makeup, its whole basis is gossip, slander mongering, Making slander, spreading slander. Scripture says, even if you know something to be true, do not spread slander. Because it might not be as you judge it is. And so we can't trust the media. We can't wait to tell us. Jones got a letter from the White House that they give out through their site. <clears throat> and this came in about, we got a hold of it about a week or two back. But I wanted to read it. just, And I want you to really carefully listen to what's been said. Uh, it, it's very undignified. It's not presidential. It's it's hip hop. It's slang used sometimes in it to be cool. Uh, very lowering of the dignity of the White House. But not only that, it's 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 a lie. And what it presents. But you have to really know. You have to be in prayer. You have to understand. You have to see what's been said to understand the lie. This is entitled More Than Just a Website, and it's referring to the healthcare.gov website that just uh, began and was opened up. On October 1st, even as the federal government was shutting down, healthcare.gov, the new health insurance marketplace where people can find and apply for affordable health insurance plans as part of Obamacare, opened for business nationwide. As you may have heard, the website launch hasn't gone nearly as smoothly as it should have, and with nearly 20 million visits to the site in the first several weeks, the problems were aggravated by the website's popularity. But even in spite of those problems, thousands of Americans are currently signing up and saving money. Nearly half a million Americans have already applied for health insurance through the federal and state marketplaces. It's not hard to see why. Once people get through the door, they overwhelmingly like the benefits and cost of the products available to them, especially when compared with the discriminatory private market that was previously the only game in town. Some of the best and brightest are now doing everything they can to fix the site as quickly as possible. People are working overtime 24-7. And we've brought in some of the best IT experts from across the country to join the team at the federal agency responsible for running the marketplace. And as President Obama said today, quote, Nobody's madder than me about the fact that the website isn't working as well as it should, which means it's going to get fixed, unquote. It's also important to remember that the website is not the only way to enroll. You can dial the call center and apply directly over the phone. Typically, it takes about 25 minutes for an individual or about 45 for a family. You can also find local navigators who can help you enroll in person at localhelp.healthcare.gov. The president is the first to admit that the website's problems are unacceptable, but Obamacare is more than just a website. Most Americans already have health insurance through their employer, Medicare, or Medicaid, and they don't need to go to the marketplace for new coverage. 
Instead, the health care law provides new benefits and increased protection. Young people can stay on their parents' insurance plans until they are 26. Seniors are receiving more affordable prescription medicine and preventative care, like mammograms, are free. So while there are major improvements to make on the new website, millions of Americans are already benefiting from the health care law, and we're making sure that, does, that those who don't have access to affordable health insurance today can sign up online, on the phone, and even in person. So there you have it from the White House. The verbiage marketplace, what's the purpose of that? <clears throat> Make it more acceptable in the business world? Obama said, and of course he knew that he's part of this letter, even though it's not signed by him, once people get through the door, they're overwhelmingly like the benefits and costs of the product available to them. But from what we understand, it keeps crashing. But how can the government, which is proven over and over and over, produce a product better than the free market can? It can't. It cannot. It never has. It will not. So he's saying they overwhelmingly like this. And then he compares it to the free market. The benefits and the cost of the products are available to them, especially when compared to the discriminatory private market, in other words, the free market, that was previously the only game in town. What kind of rubbish is this out of the White House, the only game in town? Now, I'm not here just to criticize that and be sarcastic about that, but the point I want to make is the point that the White House is making themselves, that they overwhelmingly like it compared to the private market which is discriminatory. And it's based on that way because it's a free market. But nevertheless, he goes on and says, and disproves what he's saying about the government can do it better than, than the private market, because that's what this is saying. Our marketplace, the healthcare thing, is so much better when compared to the discriminatory private market. And then the next sentence says this. Some of the best and brightest are now doing everything they can to fix the site as quickly as possible. Who is the best and the brightest? People are working overtime 24-7, and we brought in some of the best IT experts from across the country to join our team at federal agency responsible for the market running the marketplace. Well, wait a minute. If the government can do it so well, why do they bring in the greatest and the brightest to help them, which they're supposed to be able to do so much better than the free market? So, here's a paradox here. How do you listen to news? How do you read these things? They're criticizing what has been established and that they're going to be so much the better and people love it, which is not true. People are really angry. Even Democrats are hearing from the constituents who are really fed up with what's going on with it. And the whole thing's showing right here that they've had to go out of the federal government, out of the responsible federal agency to get help. Please help us. We're working on 24-7. Who are they? The best and the brightest. Where do they come from? From the free market. Isn't it funny that they had 600 plus million, over $650 million to build this website? You can't spend that much to build a website. It's impossible. So where did all the money go? Anyway, it goes on and continues. 
as the president said, nobody's madder than me at the fact the website isn't working as well as it should, which means it's going to be fixed. Oh, it's like a tension tantrum because he's mad. Everybody's running around scared. They're going to get it fixed. But still, the point is, they go to the free market to fix something that they say they can do better than the free market. And they overwhelmingly like the product. This whole letter, when you read this and you see the news, you start looking at things this way, you begin to see the lie. I know I was going to Medjugorje years ago when it was still communist. We get to Zagreb, nice sunny day, beautiful. And the plane's delayed, which is typical, because the communists are not efficient. Yacht Airlines, J-A-T, and they wait and they wait and they wait. And then they start saying that the weather's bad. They can't take off. Well, see, these reports were coming from someplace like the White House. They were coming from Belgrade. We're in Zagreb, good ways away. But they're so used to lying that people are overwhelmingly like the things that they say and the things they produce out of communism, out of socialism. Like they say, here, if you just say it, people will believe it. And so they're telling us that the, the plane's delayed because of weather. We sit there, and every hour they come back with a report where the weather's deteriorated. By early afternoon on a nice sunny day, which some of us have gone outside that port and sit in the sun, uh, we were getting reports it was snowing. We're looking at sunshine's bright. We've been in the weather. It was probably in its 40s, 50s. It was a very pleasant day. We go all day long, report after report. Now the storm, storm has stopped the flight from flying. You can't, you can't go up. The snowstorm. Never one flake of snow, not a drop of rain. And they're lying to us. I saw this over and over with the communists there. They're so centralized, they can say what they want to make the public think somewhere else or wherever they're coming, this is the case. Because, see, they didn't want to be unreliable because they wanted the American dollar. They were hungering for it. You could fly over there for, and back for 300 bucks. That's how much they need hard cash. So they're so stupid, they think they can lie and that we'd believe it. At least those in the plane could see it. If nothing else, they'd say, oh, well, it was bad weather before reports got back. That's what they would report. Finally, toward evening, we get to take off. We see the plane come out of the hangar. They put, they put uh, <clears throat> fire trucks up and down the runway. And at 12 hours we sat there, we found out they changed out and put a new engine on the plane. They didn't want us to know that. We found out was after we started taking off and the stewardess just told us. And this is what we get from the White House. We get nothing but lies. And if you really read it, if you really see what they're saying, that we could do something better, that we had to have health care, we have to do this, we have to tell you you're going to pay for abortions, we have to tell you you're going to pay for, for uh, uh, birth control, you have to do this, we have to violate your conscience because the private sector has failed. It's impossible for, the, uh, for a moral free market to fail. Where there's a void, is filled. If somebody hasn't had oranges... For our winter, the guy who drives down with a pickup truck, goes down to Miami and brings some back, he's going to sell them at the premium price because nobody else has got it. But once his neighbor saw that and 25 other pickup trucks go down in the next weekend, his price is going to drop because the free market works that way. It fixes itself. It's self-corrected. It's coordinated in nature. God made it that way. And Sarah says, good is the opposite of evil and like the opposite of death. So the sinner is the opposite of the godly. Look upon all the works of the Most High, and likewise are in pairs one the opposite of the other. But in other words, 
things as God made it works. The free market is from God. You have more people run it, and it flourishes. This thing with healthcare will never flourish first because it's very sinful. Sybilis, what's her first name? Health and Services. Is it Catherine? Catherine. I don't. I don't understand why the bishops aren't saying you're excommunicated. She's already self-excommunicated, safe, promoting something so violent, so wicked, so evil. It's against the Catholic Church. And uh, really, the bishops just need to publicly acknowledge that. You're out of the church. You are excommunicated. You are confined to hell for what you're possessing publicly. I don't have to judge her. She's judged herself. She's made this proclamation. This is not something judging her so. That she's mentally ill. Maybe God may let her off, the, off that. But publicly, what has to be done is we have to start standing up from the pulpit. We have to say, hey, we're giving way to your excommunication because it's, it's an official thing. You, 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 whether it's not an official thing, you yourself do that. She's done that to herself. It's an automatic excommunication. All we need from the bishop is say, we publicly acknowledge that. And why don't we do that? Nothing's going to change till we start standing up. We just put on a new website yesterday, last night. No more, no more. Uh, no moment of silence.com. Go look it up, read it. No moment of silence. Not no more. It says no moment of silence.com. Everybody go in there, pass this around, and, and do it. It's just showing you, you as an individual can do something. You can stand up. And this whole healthcare thing, and this whole thing they produce in the White House, it's just a lie. What about the navigators? Did some of the 660 million bucks go there? I'm sure it did. And Jones got a second read just about a navigator who has only a ton of people in his church and what he did and how the government's buying these people off and what's going to be the positions in the future of turning you in for whatever they want to turn you in for. This is called Pastor Who Banned Fried Chicken at Church Gets Major <coughs> Obamacare Navigator Grant. Dr. Michael Miner, pastor of Oak Hill Missionary Baptist Church, became an Obamacare navigator this year, attempting to get people to enroll in the Obama health insurance exchanges. But long before that, he was fighting obesity in his community by banning fried chicken. You can see the difference, he told Reuters. People are much better sized, way better. And once they get it off, they want to keep it off. Miner explained how he won a major grant some $317,742 from the federal government, despite the fact that his church is small. I applied for it, he said. His church has approximately 100 members. The church kitchen carries a sign reading, No Fry Zone. Miner said, It's a symbol, especially with people of color. You've got to rally around symbols. Miner says he has built a network of 75 to 100 navigators and counselors to work the Obamacare system. We feel like once you get people in churches and families, they will become de facto navigators, Miner explained. This is what the communists did. They went to every little locale. They inserted their people there. They reported anybody that was worshiping to God. Sometimes they'd come and arrest them, kill them, whatever they had to do, lock them up. And now we got navigators, and they fired the first shot. We talked about this, that the authority of Obama, Obama, who's expanded his authority through his heads of different departments, like the Department of Transportation, et cetera, 
will have other heads with presidential power that he'll spread out to report people who don't comply with what they're supposed to comply to. Will this phase now into something besides health care? Because health care has never been about health care to start with. It's about control. And now we've got navigators. This one pastor is linked with 75 other na- navigators. What is that about? What is it about when you got got 100 people in your congregation and you're getting a $300,000 grant? Here's your money. I'm buying you off. You do what we say. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, boss. Just think of the infrastructure being built through health care now. Is that where a lot of the $600 million went? Sure it did. I mean, one guy gets 300000 What did the other 75 get? You think they're going to turn that down? They might be willing to turn down fried chicken, but they ain't that money. Think about it. We're facing times that everything is maturing. You've got to spread they fry the first shot. You've got to really look at changing your situation. You've got to really look at your finances. You've got to look at everything you're doing. And be ready. Spiritually first, physically second. But they're all the same. Your physical well-being depends on your spiritual, often. People in a lot of pain suffering from disease can't always pray the way they would like to pray because they're suffering so bad. But now you can, and now's the time to make the moves. Frank? Or economically oppressed and suffering from that, it, uh, you know, can affect you spiritually. And unfortunately, the lie is very easy for people to accept. They readily accept it. And, the, and you can always tell wherever the, the, the masses are is where you don't want to be. Um, like the stock market, for example, or the dollar. And whenever you learn the truth, the, the more you grow in conversion, the more you understand that you're not going to be able to communicate it with words. Because people, especially the more pure the truth is, people don't accept it. So I've always wondered about one of the greatest miracles that I've seen, and that's that we have less than a billion ounces of physical silver on Earth available anywhere near this price. Significantly less. That's a high estimate. Most people say half a billion. But um, significantly less than when the Hunt brothers allegedly cornered the market. They were not able to amass 10% of this market between themselves and their Saudi oil buddies, but yet they somehow were responsible for cornering the market. They became the wealthiest men in the world. Uh, when silver peaked in 1980, but they could only amass about 10%. Now about every billionaire in the world could get 10%, and several could buy this market several times over with their own personal wealth. Well, you're saying one individual can buy the whole silver market, everything that's out there available. Carlos Slim could buy it about four times over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so this is, a, this is an incredible miracle to me, and I didn't know how this came to be, and I opened the message the other day, and I learned that it's your fault. And it's your listeners' fault, and it's Our Lady's little children's fault, because the message that I read was, with prayer and fasting, you can suspend the laws of nature. And I believe this is exactly what's happening, is that Our Lady's little children have bought more time for the world. And, but, you know, this has been turned around since 1985, it probably should have blown up. So, how little time do we have? I heard an interesting uh, report that, that's very telling to me. And Eric Sprott says that China is buying about, a, I think it was 129 tons of silver every month, about 10 times what they've been what they've been purchasing gold. Rather, no, they, no one, no government can purchase silver. 
So <laughs> they're purchasing 10 times as much gold as they're purchasing. He says about a quarter of the entire market, mine supply, everything that's coming to gold, China's now getting a quarter of this market. My, my question is, is that they wanted to amass this gold for a long time. Why weren't they getting 10 times or twice as much last year or the year before? And they are increasing, but slowly. Why would they take this risk on, you know, taking this finite amount of gold and trying to get greedy as it, as it is now? And I would say the answer is Obamacare. And the answer, the rest of the world knows what's, ha- what's going to happen to the U.S. and what's going to happen to the U.S. dollar. And we can suspend the laws of nature, but we can't stop what, what's going to happen by natural law. And by natural law, the make-believe, all this abominable system is going to go away. Um, you know, someone told me the other day that we can get the miraculous metal match go around an iris. And I've known that. I know we can do that. And they were surprised I wasn't very excited about that. He says, you know, that's, this is big. You know, why are you excited about that? I said, because I don't see it. 10% for your freedom? You know, why does the government want to tithe from you, from your own money? You know, why do you have to tithe? And you do now, and it's the law, so, so do it and get out. You have peace of mind. You know, 10% is about $2.30 from here, two, two bucks in terms of silver. For peace of mind, there's no way I'd stay in an IRA. You know, there's, there's absolutely no reason to stay in an abominable system that's under judgment. There's no reason to let anyone else control anything that you work for any longer. So I don't see it. I don't recommend it. If somebody has a reason to do that, they can certainly call me and we'll provide it for them. Um, but, it, 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 you know, it just doesn't make sense to me to stay into that system at all. It's, it's abominable. It's offensive to God. It oppresses people. And there is a system of real things Um the miraculous metal that's go around community. We need to be moving towards that uh, with a sense of urgency. These things are telling me what China's doing is telling me they, they don't really care about saving the U.S. dollar anymore. They know it's gone. And uh, let somebody else worry about it. They're going to get as much gold as they can. And, uh, you know, gold is, gold's not the story. The miraculous metal that's go silver round is uh, for us, and that's where we should be going. Frank, your contact information? You can contact us toll-free, 877-936-7686. You can email us at globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com, and our website is globalsilverinvestors.com. And again, our phone number is 877-936-7686. Any last comment? Yeah, I I just think that there's no reason now. uh, The uh, market seems, the technicals seem to be catching up. Um, in other words, that the technical analysts are starting to say that gold and silver have bottomed. Uh, inevitably, um, th- th- these prices are going to be something that the world will talk about. For It'll be one of the biggest stories in the world, particularly with silver prices. And for physical silver, you, you don't have to split hairs here at all. It's um, a-, a good time to finish purchasing, if you've known about this for a while, or to pick up physical silver and get out of paper. We are now in our last watch of Our Lady. Our first 10 years came and gone. The second 10 years of apparitions came and gone. And the third year, third years, we're in the fourth watch, really. We entered into the fourth watch, 40 years of apparitions. And if that's the case, that's like seven years left. And 
it only makes sense to me Our Lady would be with us, holding our hands through these daily apparitions, through the events that's coming. So we have to be close, just by logic. Father Peter himself has said that. He feels, look at the signs in the world. That's what Cyrax said in the beginning. Why is any day better than another? It's because it's distinguished by God. The signs are being distinguished from past history of man, how he lived, to how he lived today. Nobody's been in the position we've been in as far as humanity throughout its history. Something unique is happening. And if it's not interrupted, we'll see the Antichrist. But it's going to be interrupted. That's why he's come to crush the head of the serpent. But somehow he'll mortally, though mortally wounded, will survive and rise back up. But our lady says, at least she requested of us that this next century would be a peace, a century of peace for us. So she's bringing us peace. Cyrus ends, I was on the last watch. I was like the one who gleams after the grape gatherers. By the blessings of the Lord, I exhaled. And like a grape gatherer, I filled my wine press. Consider that I'm not labored for myself alone but for all those who seek instructions. And that's what I has come for, to give you instructions, to show you, to fill your wine press, to fill your soul in grace, and to go walk hand in hand with her into a future. And that future only is through Jesus Christ. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional.